everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I am Emily. So today we are celebrating an exciting milestone. This is our 200th episode. Pretty crazy, huh? So happy 200 to us. Woo! Woo! Yay, go us. Okay, so we're celebrating our big 200 by taking a look at our favorite rides that were introduced during each decade of Disneyland's and also Disneyland California Adventures operations. Yeah, so we're going to go, what we're going to do is there's hundreds of rides, obviously. So we're going to go decade, decade by decade and share our favorite attractions that were released during those periods of time. We're going to start from 55 to 65. But before we begin, let's hear from our sponsor. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Okay, we're back. So welcome back, everyone. So like I mentioned before the break, we're going to start from 55 to 65. So 55 opening to 65. So the what I decided to choose was it's still around. So I chose something that would still run. It's the Disney monorail system. Ah, nice. Because there's it's I love the monorail um, I just, it's so futuristic. I, I just, it just, it, you know, sometimes it's just neat to get in the darn thing and just ride around the whole park and just see the park. And everyone knows about me that I like to see things from a high point of view. Cause I like to see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and especially at night is particularly dazzling. Um, so I thought I might give a few small facts about this hmm. um the first of all was um it was originally called the disneyland allweg monorail system mm. I, I think it was a company they're working with i think so yeah yeah it is also in 1986 it was named um a national historic mechanical engineering landmark oh what? nice I didn't even know that exists. Um, yeah. It existed before. If you look in the Disneyland Park, there actually is a placard commemorating the fact that it is a National Historic Mechanical Engineering landmark. Hmm. Um, and my last random factoid is the top speed is 55 miles per hour. Nice. Wow. So. Okay. I love factoids, by the way. There's so much. No, now I'm trying to find factoids. I know. My I don't have oh, factoids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. I set the bar too high. I'm sorry. Okay. I found some. I found some. I'm good now. <laughs> okay. All right. So for mine, I chose the Casey Jr. Circus Train. I love this ride so much. Even now, like every time I go to Disneyland, I try to ride this no matter what. Um, my mom and I know all the lyrics to the song. So like, if you hear someone singing it, it could be me. And, um, uh, like a couple of years ago, it was actually my first popcorn bucket too, because they, I think we had gone the previous day and then they announced like, Oh, today we have this new Casey Jr. Popcorn bucket. And my mom and I were like, 
let's go back. Let's go back quick, quick. Cause we had passes at the time. So we literally like went there for the Casey Jr. popcorn bucket. Cause we just love it. Like if I had a million trillion dollars and like a huge backyard, I would build my own personal Casey Jr. Cause I just, I love everything about it. I love how cute it is. I love the smell of it. Which I know is not good. It has kind of like a, I don't know if it runs on diesel or whatever it runs on. Gas. Yeah. Yeah. The sound of it. It doesn't have a catalytic converter on it for certain. Yeah. (laughs) So it just, whatever it uses, like I just, I love everything about it. And I just want, I want more Casey Jr. merch. Like they really should do that. But apparently... It is a narrow gauge internal combustion powered railroad. Um, and it was manufactured by Aero Development. And so there's actually in Disneyland Paris, they have a slightly different version, which is um, like a little roller coaster kind of thing. And theirs is manufactured by Vacoma, which if you like roller coasters, you've probably heard that name before. But yes, ours is just a little cute combustion powered railroad. And I love it. I hope they never, ever get rid of it. It is super cute. I like how you can choose, like, which, I guess, cart, cargo, what kind of cargo you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) Which ones do you guys usually go for? I think it depends on if it's hot or cold. If it's hot, I don't like... I, okay, so usually if it's like a an okay temperature, not too hot, then I don't mind. Anything is, is cool. Sometimes I like to be in a cage because it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's hot, like I need an open air, preferably either front or back mm-hmm. kind of situation just for the breeze to really hit me. <laughs> I try to sit. Isn't it the last one has like adult seating in it? Like the first one yeah. and the last, but I like the last one because you can sit on the back and see everything mm-hmm. un- yeah. without being obstructed. But if I'm feeling unusually goofy, I like the one, the, a cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> like if, I'm, yeah, if I'm with my daughter and it's like, it's not too crowded that day, you know, they're not like shoving as many people as they have can into everything. I, I was like, let's get into the cage and we'll, we'll get into the cage and mm-hmm. you know, act like monkeys or something like that. So <laughs> I like the very, very front. Cause it's like a, I think it's like a pink chariot looking things or i like that one or i like the very back i like to be in the Mm -hmm. caboose sometimes yeah i like adult seating or the cage or Mm -hmm. monkey cage so all right cool (laughs) i feel like we all like the same ones (laughs) for similar reasons um okay uh my choice is the matterhorn bobsleds Ooh. um which premiered in 1959 thank you it wasn't always my favorite it's okay the reason i like it is because it's it's a very fun ride although it does sometimes break my back the way that it you know (laughs) the it's like gives you whiplash um but it's kind of like a little nostalgic (laughs) whiplash i guess um and i just like the zoomies that you really go fast through it and i remember the last i think i've told the story before but one of the most recent or the last update they did they updated the abominable what's his name oh harold harold yeah Yeah. they updated harold and he i can't remember the exact update but he just jumped out so much more intensely 
that with the new update and it genuinely scared me, but also made me laugh because I was like, I can't believe I got that scared. Um, And I was so I was like laughing and crying for the remainder of the ride because I was also in the front. So I was the first one to see him. And then I turned I remember turning around at the end and my friends were like, are you okay?" Because I just had like tears streaming down my face from just like the excitement. Um, But some factoids, I did not know this, but the mountain the disneyland matterhorn mountain is actually built to 100th of a 100th scale of the original matterhorn so ours is built 170 feet versus the real matterhorn is 14,700 feet wow that was interesting um it's also the first roller coaster in the world to employ a tubular steel track and an electronic dispatch system which allows more than one car to be on the track at the same time. Efficiency. Um, And it's got the basketball court at the top. Not really a court. It's got a basketball hoop at the top, as I've learned. It's a half court, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a half court. But I did, because it's always been a rumor, and like I see videos and things like that, but officially... Like I, I truly believed it. Um, in one of the episodes of Beyond the Attraction, I can't remember which one it is because it wasn't. I don't think it was necessarily dedicated to Matterhorn bobsleds. It might have been like a Space Mountain episode where they talked about the whole tubular me- mechanics of it being more um, having all like multiple carts running or things going at the same time but that was when they actually showed one of the cast members um in the basketball half court the mm-hmm. story was is that you know when you see at night that uh like what's the um oh gosh what's the name of the fairy all of a sudden i lost oh tinkerbell, tinkerbell. yeah yeah tinkerbell would come down oh wait was it maybe it wasn't the tinkerbell at the time because at one point they used to have these guys who would cl- climb up and down the mountain And while they're hanging out and they had nothing to do, they were just kind of stuck up there. And then somehow the basketball court magically appeared. (laughs) So that's one of those kind of stories that that's why it may have shown up. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, I I feel like that's the most realistic story because I've also heard stories that to build a building at a certain height, they had to include a basketball hoop or basketball court. And I was like, that doesn't sound real. There's, I don't think there's like a height requirement or like a, you know, a height requirement to add a basketball court in order to like have a building. But the ones where it's just cast members being bored and just one, an activity. So someone brought a basketball hoop (laughs) sounds much more realistic. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is, And I'm sticking with it. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Right? All right. All right. So those are our choices for the first decade. So next up, we're going to talk about 1966 through 1975. So for this one, I went with Pirates of the Caribbean. I love this ride so much. It's just so good. And I'm happy that they didn't go with their initial idea, which was just to have like a walkthrough and turn it into the boat ride that we now all know and love. It's, it's almost like you take the, the boats from 
um, it's a small world, but they're much more exciting. So it's like maybe if you're a kid, you start off with it's a small world and then you graduate to Pirates of the Caribbean and you keep going from there, then Splash Mountain next or something. So some factoids. Um, let's see here. It opened up. Ours opened in um, 1967. And if you go on, I think Disney Plus has a show, like one of those, um, you know, old uh, wonderful world of Disney type things where they actually show the opening day of the attraction. If not, you can go on YouTube and find it pretty easily. But the opening ceremonies for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean are just so, so cool. They brought reporters over on um, the sailing ship Columbia and they had this whole like pirate duel and you see like actors jumping into the water and it's just, it's so elaborate and they like bust open these kegs of rum and then they make it to um, like the opening gates of the attraction and they take a giant log and bust down the doors and then everybody enters the ride and it's just it's so elaborate and cool and immersive and like i think that's one of the best openings of a ride i've ever seen but um so yeah 1967 unfortunately walt disney did not live to see it open but um that was one of the final rides that he had a hand in um and ours is actually the longest out of all of them there's versions that of course, Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, Tokyo Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, and Shanghai Disneyland. And um, ours lasts for 15 minutes and 30 seconds. So wow. in Magic Kingdom, it says it's only 8 minutes and 30 <sighs> seconds. So ours is pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I knew I always Pirates is my favorite ride. And it, one of the reasons is because the amount of time you wait in line is like the ratio of waiting in line and the and the time he spent on the ride is a good one for me, but I didn't realize it was right? a whole 15 minutes. That's mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> That's gotta be like, we need to have a ratio. Uh, Cause like <gasps> yeah. I think one of the best has to be um, small world. Yeah. Oh small yeah. Small world's pretty good. Cause sometimes it's, you can have I mean, small world often is a walk on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So. Five minutes, 10 minutes, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Even Rise, like if you have a boarding pass, the wait time really is not too bad. Like compared to, um, what's the other one with the boarding pass? The Spider-Man ride? Like that one, you wait for a long freaking time in the hot, hot sun, even with a boarding pass. But so, walk on. <laughs> yeah, not a walk, walk on. on. <laughs> right? Winnie yeah. the Pooh is also usually a pretty it. short wait. Yes, that's why it's one of my favorite rides. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just such a walk on it's, it's that the ratio i love it right <laughs> the golden ratio of do, rides. or bang 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 for your buck you know yeah exactly. wait to a ride ratio and then mm-hmm. we have to do like the worst yes Ooh. oh my gosh Spider-Man. okay <laughs> oh that's gonna take a lot of work but <laughs> math <laughs> math Okay, um, what what decade were we on? I'm already forgotten. 66 through 70, wait, yeah, 66 through 75. <laughs> okay, my so, so um, I'm going to, this has always been a favorite because I have super fond memories of it as a kid. The ride is It's a Small World. 
Ah, nice. Um, speaking of a small world, and it's a 15-minute experience. So we now know the ratio. Walk on or one to two minutes, and then you got a 15-minute ride. And I just remember going on this as a kid and just just ooing and eyeing and looking at all the animatronics and stuff and just going, this is the coolest thing on the face of the planet. Um, loved the music. And it was one of the things as a little kid that I have really strong memories of. And then also because of that, um, I bring my daughter. It's now multi-generational. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, the ride obviously has kids from around the world with garb of their various countries and regions um it was opened in may of may 28th of 1966 um we could do a whole episode on this but we're not so i will give you my three random factoids my three random factoids is there's 300 audio animatronic dolls on the ride wow which is a lot that's a lot yeah it has um, in 2009, I thought, I mean, I can't believe this much time has passed. Um, they added Disney characters. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when it was. Okay. Yeah. So they added um, the Little Mermaid. They added Anna and Elsa. Do they? Wait. No. I know they. they I think I that's Walt Disney World has it yeah. or someone else has it. Yeah. They have uh, Jasmine and maybe Aladdin. I remember there's yeah. a flying carpet and there's also. Yeah. Um, yeah. They the have three Mulan, amigos, I think. Ariel, yes. Ariel, yeah. Ariel and um, what's his name? Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and yeah. Stitch. Right. Alice. Uh, right. Oh, they've got Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, too, I think. Right. And at first, I was really, really against it because it was the only ride that didn't have Disney IP in there. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown older and older and older, I like it more and more because I never really knew, you know, like when I see Aladdin, it's like, oh, he speaks English. You don't really real think about the fact that he came from this part of the world, mm-hmm. you know, or, or the Little Mermaid is from the is Danish, so it gives it adds some relevance to the stories I've heard and from what countries they came from. So as time has gone by, I've I've loosened up a little bit and now starting to appreciate it. Um, my last random factoid is I want to know if either one of you know this because I didn't, but the actual water canal way is called the seven seaways canal. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. That's so cute. I have didn't you, know that. Have you guys ever seen the opening ceremonies for this one? No. There's an opening ceremony for this. There's old footage of it. And it's really cool because they brought all these little kids from, all over the world and each one brought waters from their country and so on the opening day they actually poured all these waters from all over the place into the canal and so i think that's part of where the name comes from is just the fact that it's it was christened basically with all of these different waters wow Mm -hmm. i thought but it wasn't didn't wasn't it like the world's fair or something originally yeah it okay. was, yes. Right. So it was at the World's Fair. It, it, and then, yeah, anyways. And part of the reason why there's no line is they designed it to put on as many people as quickly as possible because it's the World's Fair. They didn't want to have a huge line. Mm-hmm. So it's a continuously loading um, It's a continuously loading ride. 
That's so. what they need their next rides to be. They need more people eater rides. Yes. <sighs> they're, they're so pleasant too. Like after you've been standing in a long, long line and then you get on one of those rides, it's just like, like it doesn't even have to be exciting. Like small world is not exciting, but at the same time, it's such a relief after being in the sun for hours in line. <clears throat> Man, AC is so good too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do you know really enjoy small world i always like when i was younger i always liked guessing or trying to i guess just determine which countries or which regions of the world were being represented Mm -hmm. Um, that's always a fun game you know what i tell you what i'll i'll let you guys keep the mark twain if we get 20 of them to eat people (sighs) so we'll have 20 mark twains going around then it would be an efficient use of space yeah i like that yeah, it doesn't have to be the Mark Twain, but yeah, more than just the Mark Twain and the um, what's the name of the other Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah. Oh, you could have like the Black Pearl. That'd be kind of that would be cool. Just have a whole armada, just yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> really going around. Like, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, do the the ship from Peter Pan. Was that the Jolly Roger? Yeah, the rowboat that Smee's in. Yeah, yes. There you, <laughs> you go. Know? There's Done. so many boats in Disney movies that can be used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll have Moana's like raft or that type. Of those boats and that's just, be so oh, cool. You know, so I like yeah, it. just load that thing up with just boats from all the movies, and then you can keep it. Then mm-hmm. it will be efficient use of space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I agree. I mean, honestly, they could get rid of the canoes, even, and just have, like, the bigger capacity stuff. They could even, if they wanted to, keep the idea of the canoes. We could, they could use Moana's raft. Yeah. And, like, have a multi, I mean, the canoes are already multi-person driven. But, you know, like, that would be, like, the equivalent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or, Or, you know what, as I recall, you know, the thing is that Aquatopia in Tokyo Mm. is actually they use it's like in a larger lake area so they only use part of the lake is where Mm. aquatopia is actually in so you can actually have water rides that are off to the side that actually utilize waters so it could be a series of moana boats going on in circles on the edge or something like that while simultaneously you still can have the big steamboat going around at the same time yeah it's just everyone gets to use the water man that'd be cool and then we can have a Star Wars part. You know, we can have Jar Jar Binks swimming up. And- oh, God. <laughs> okay. okay, I was with you until. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just mentioned the commercial. Now at Disneyland, Jar Jar Binks and friends. Like, oh, God. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Okay, <sighs> speaking of rides that. People eaters. Um, my choice. I like. I love Pirates of the Caribbean, but my second runner-up that would be Haunted Mansion. Ooh, nice. Yes. Um, so Haunted Mansion actually, there's a whole another whole episode on Haunted Mansion from on um, what's it called behind the attraction to learn all of it, all about the stuff. But from what I remember, I think they had built Walt Disney had built the structure but then put the entire project on hold for 15 years plus 
because there was just so much going on around with like the world fair and just getting everything else in order that the structure of haunted mansion was empty for 15 plus years and then they actually put up some sort of sign um outside it's i don't know if it's still there or if it says something different now but it said something disney they disney-fied the reason that it wasn't a ride yet (laughs) i forgot exactly what the message said but i thought it was a cute um little detail that they did but Haunted Mansion, why is it my favorite? It's a people eater. You just walk in, you watch, you don't watch a show. That's the wrong ride. You walk into a room and you hear the voice talking about, are you, I already forgot what it is. It's like the window's getting taller or are you. Is it stretching? There we go. That thing. <laughs> the thing that everyone always repeats or says with the, the, the ghost host. Um, mm-hmm. it's fun, but I, sometimes I say it along too, cause it's just fun. But oftentimes I'm like, I just want to be in the ride. I don't, I don't need other people shouting it into my ear too. Yeah. Um, but it's for the screamers, yes. the people that scream during that last thing, it's like, can you not like people are wearing hearing aids, oh, people like there are children don't... in here. Like, yeah. why are you traumatizing them? Mm-hmm. Um, but still super fun ride. It's not too scary. I don't like scary things. It's a fun scary. So I appreciate that. Um, and they change it into, they have like the holiday overlay, which is always fun too. It smells like pumpkin spice. I think when mm-hmm. you go through the dining room part, love it. Um, I also love when you go through the graveyard, the, the song that they sing, always fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my or not my favorite, but what I'm going to say is my factoids for Haunted Mansion is that Haunted Mansion is the only attraction in the Disneyland's that are actually located in different, um, in different parks, no, in different lands in each different park. So in Disneyland, it's in New Orleans square at Walt Disney world. It's in Liberty square in Tokyo, Disneyland. It is in fantasy lands. And then, in Disneyland Paris, it's actually in Frontierland. Interesting. That's right. Isn't it? Um, also, when they were trying to develop what the ride would actually be like inside, before it was the Doom Buggies, um, the, an Imagineer actually suggested that it would be kind of similar. It would be a boat ride where you would be in a boat um, like Small World or Pirates, and hmm. it would be going around like a spooky, kind of like haunted house tour um, in like the Louisiana Bayou. Oh. Yeah, but it huh. is not. It's a more fun spooky now in a doom buggy. I like the fun spooky. I don't like the, like I kind of even like how they changed the uh, bride in the attic. Because when I was a kid, it was like a bride with a dark face. And there was no, like, like all you heard were ghosts in the attic saying, I do, uh, I do. And it was almost like they were making fun of her. And I think as a little kid, I was like, oh, my God, she died on her wedding day. That's so sad. And, like, I remember one time crying over that just because I was like, that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. And then when they changed it to Constance, I was like, okay, this is way better. Agreed. Oh. Have you guys seen the... The ride through of the one in Disneyland Paris for for Haunted Mansion. It's so dark, like it's just dark and you know, sad. I missed it when I was there. 
Oh. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. How You know, it's just it was so busy and so hot. It was funny because we were there. And even my daughter was at the time. It's like, it was something like 7 o'clock at night. She's like, let's go. And I'm like, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, so hot. And not the day. lines were so long, you know. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, look it up. It's it's a bummer, man. Like, ours is so fun and, like, upbeat and, like, fun spooky, and there's just, like, I mean, it's really cool and interesting, but it's still, like, just, like, I don't know. It's it's bummer town to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, ladies, I have a proposal before we go up for, go further. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seeing that we're already 30 minutes into the podcast. Oh, my gosh. No. Would <laughs> you guys consider, maybe we should split this into two. Do one more and yeah. then do the second, do a second half. So we can do 200 and 200 first podcast. Sure. That works. I think that's an excellent idea. Okay. 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 So we'll do one more decade. Yes. One, one more decade yes. and All then right. leave the rest for the next podcast. Okay. We got this. Okay. So our next decade is 1976 to, what is the, 1985, jeez. <laughs> yeah, 85. <laughs> 10 years, there we go. Um, so for that, I, I have two favorites. I'm going to choose the other one because I'm thinking maybe one of you will take the other, the other other one, I guess. So the one <laughs> I will choose is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I love that one. That's why I chose it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's good. We, we are allowed <laughs> to have the same likes. It's a know? good one for a reason, obviously. <laughs> uh, it's just such a fun ride. It's like a, it's, it's a happy thrill ride, kind of. And it's outdoors. Um, and my favorite part is when we go around that bend and then everyone, like you stare at the goat. So it makes... The, the bend the loop the, the updated version yes mm-hmm. the, it makes the turn feel more intense and more fun yeah. um and i love at night when you go during fireworks because you can see the fireworks and you kind of you yep. get to ride a ride and also see the fireworks at the same time yeah it's so good it's a good it's a good one um do you guys have any factoids i didn't look up any factoids for this one Ooh, let me see here. Actually, I have one while you look. I went to Sedona, Arizona a while ago, a few years ago, and we took a one of the Pink Panther rides. It's just a ride in this pink Jeep. And maybe it's not called a Pink Panther. Maybe it's called a Pink Jeep. The Pink Jeep ride. Um, it's a tour company that takes you through Sedona, um, through all like the rocks and canyons, I guess, in a pink Jeep. And I remember the tour guide saying that, I don't know how true it is, but he said that Walt Disney made a trip out to Sedona and he was so inspired by the the rock structures and things like that, that that's what he based Big Thunder Mountain Railroad on. I've never oh. fact-checked that, oh. but it, it makes sense. It looks similar. Yeah, because originally it was the mine train, right? So that makes sense. Huh. Yeah. Did not know. Yes. But that's right. I found some. Okay. Dad's right. less. So, it has a height of 104 feet. And it has a top speed of 35 miles per hour. And the ride only lasts for about three minutes. Which is weird. It feels like it's a little bit longer than that, but I guess not. It does feel longer than that. 
And then manufacturing-wise, it was made by Aero Development for the California and Florida versions. And then once it was rebuilt in 2014, that was done by Dynamic Structures. And yeah. Nice. It's pretty good. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite seat you like to sit at or request for Big Thunder? Depends on who I'm with. If I'm with my mom, then I like to sit more in the middle because it's really funny. Like growing up, that was always her favorite ride. And then like later on, she's like, it kind of scares me now. So then we try to aim for the middle because it's not as fast. But if I'm by myself, I love the back. I love yes, just that feeling too. of being like whipped around the <laughs> the hill or something like that. So, well, yeah, it's if you're a roller coaster person, the back seat is the best seat. And the mm-hmm. reason why is like when lots of them are gravity driven. And so you they pull you up that first hill and that first seat is actually hanging. You're, you, sometimes you could be like a quarter of the way down by the time the counterweight comes so the first seat that starts to accelerate is some of the back seats Mm -hmm. in the ride i mean of course you get the best view in the front but you get the most speed on the ones in the back yeah anywho physics (laughs) i do have one more factoid about the ride though okay goat's name is billy Uh, billy that makes sense yes billy the disney goat Aw, I love that. I love just that so goat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> With the know my dad's mouth is just so always make me laugh. I know they made like a what were those called? A zoom zoom of really? him? Yeah. Really? Like one year they made a zoom zoom of him. I'm kicking myself for not getting it now. But they, if they ever did like a wishable of him, oh my god. They need to yes. just make a uh, like a um, stuffed animal with him with the dynamite yeah. stick. That would be so cute. And it would be magnetic, too. Oh, my so. gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Disney, we're giving you free ideas here. Take them. <laughs> yes, because we want them. We'll buy them. We promise. Yes, yes exactly. Uh, so good. Okay. Well, then, if... Let me see. If, I have a second one, then. So, I'm not doing the same one. I'm going to say... Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Interesting. It's like, okay, as far as the dark rides go, there's only two that, I don't know, I guess, I guess Snow White used to be scarier, but to me, it never felt like super scary, but like Pinocchio feels pretty scary for a kid. Like you've got, you're captured and then like there's this dark and scary place that you're going through and there's like danger and rough housing and then you're lost and then there's a giant whale that just like jumps out of nowhere and there's lightning and crazy effects and like it just, it's very adventurous for little kids. And I think out of all of the um, Fantasyland rides of the time when I was a kid, Monstro scared the crap out of me. Like, but I also loved how much I was terrified of him, apparently. So, like, it'd be one of those things where it's like, oh my God. But then, like, you're laughing at the end of it, kind of thing. So, and I appreciate how Pinocchio has, like, a lot of really cool, interesting effects. Like, there's that part where, um, oh, what's the kid's name? The guy that, like, like basically there's that kid that goes along with Pinocchio and he wants to be just like him, but he drinks the oh. ale or beer or whatever it is oh. and he turns into a donkey. Yeah. So like 
there's that whole like trick thing where he like he turns around and suddenly he's a donkey and there's that part of the very end with the um blue fairy pepper ghost kind of trick so i always like try to turn around really quick so i can see her light up like her statue part lit okay, up i need to rewatch the movie too yeah it's been a long time right i don't remember like i remember there's honest john and that's all that I remember of like the other character names, but you know, so it's just, it's a fun, like it's a whole adventure in a dark ride. And I hope they never take that one out. Cause it's, it's pretty cool. I like that one. So that's yeah. my choice. Once again, I mean, these are the rides that you, they're, 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 they're a transition drug. You know? Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's one of these things where you, you, you learn, you learn your love for Disney, you know? So as you're a little kid, you get to go there, you can't ride the roller coasters, but Oh, there's Pinocchio's ride. And you're seeing all the things that you saw in the movies. And then after a little while, you can ride this next ride because you're tall mm-hmm. enough. And it's just like every year you're a little bit taller. And then the park becomes, it expands as you grow older, but that's that little transition drug that gets you, uh, you know, it's like that spark that starts you out. So yeah. They, I don't think they'll ever let it go. I so, hope not. Emily, I'm going to make the assumption the one that you gave up was Space Mountain. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer passed it up, too. So yep. uh, I did. I was like, I'm furiously researching. Maybe I need to find another, <laughs> another thing to talk about. So May 27th, 1977, we get uh, Space Mountain. Um, I believe this one actually was in disney world first oh that's right yeah so we got it down (laughs) after we got a hand me down but it's a better hand me down yeah um it takes it's a ride that goes um it's a roller coaster that's indoors it's um dark which is the only indoor roller coaster i knew at the time and even can't think of another one right now in the dark um they also do theme overlays which is cool like ghost galaxy um, oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And the Star Wars, what and the Star that? Wars one. I think that was called. Yeah, Hyperspace Mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and there was that. What was it? Red Hot Chili Pepper. Oh one? yeah, I remember that. <gasps> oh yeah, I forgot like a about that. years ago. <laughs> yeah. So um, so the the actually uh, you know, it was the um, it it's it's just a fun indoor ride it's it's really strange when you see the lights on it looks like it could be a um what, what do they call it like a mouse mouse yeah um, the mouse coaster or- a mouse coaster almost but when you're inside it really really and it's dark it's it's weird because you're making these turns and you have no idea that a turn is coming up and it's can be violent in the, its movement so it's really exciting mm-hmm. um my three facts are the early names up for consideration was Spaceport and Space Voyage. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another one is the one in California because of space considerations and how it, lo- you know, making sure it looks right. Ours is 25 feet shorter in California than in Florida. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, have more facts. Uh, 
The other thing is they actually had designed Space Mountain all ready to go when they found out one component they could not get. Um, one of the things when they're creating Space Mountain was they needed a computer system to make sure that all the things went out on time and that they wouldn't collide into each other. Mm-hmm. And so they actually had to wait 10 years for technology to catch up to develop that computer so they wow. could use, make Space Mountain. So um, Space Mountain was actually delayed because they didn't have the technology to run it. Um, and it was a successor to Matterhorn because originally Disney, um, Walt Disney did not know if thrill rides would be a hit and Matterhorn <laughs> was a hit. And so therefore he was emboldened to create a second ride. Um, the first ride, however, was made also by Aero Development Company. Hmm. But Space Mountain was completely done in-house by Imagineers. Wow. Nice. So those are my three factoids. Nice. Yeah, I I vastly prefer our Space Mountain to the one in Florida. Like, the Florida one's fun, but it's it reminds me of just Matterhorn. Well, it's the in toboggan the dark. style. Yeah. It's a toboggan seating. Mm-hmm. Do we even have toboggan seating anymore in Matterhorn? Uh, On Matterhorn? I feel like they changed like, it. Yeah. It, it, I think like they hooked two or three toboggans together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I mean is... Um, oh, like even the way that you sit? The way you sit used to be it's kind of like someone sat in your lap. Oh, yeah. yeah. I and think I it's think individual now seats. Now yeah. they're individual yeah. seats now. Yeah. They're still difficult to get in. But. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know that whole ride is just like, try to get in carefully and then get whipped around and then, okay, now I'm trying to climb out while you're in pain. Well, I feel like it used to be there was like three people per toboggan thing. And it's just like, okay, we, we used to have a, it's like, okay, I'm going to get in first. Emma, you jump in between and then mom's going to get on top. You know, it's just like yeah. trying to get all three of, you know, and right. you're all laying on each other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's why they were like, this is not great. Let's <laughs> let's reconfigure this. Cause even um oh maybe I don't know. Was Splash Mountain that way too? And then they changed the logs, or am I think maybe I'm thinking of um log ride at knots. Mm, I don't remember. I think that's still kind of tobogganny, like where you're kind of sitting in laps mm. sort of. At thing. least now you can sit side by side and Yeah. In our start <laughs> I mean in our um are right so mm-hmm. okay yeah i think everyone's up Disney yeah one, right mm-hmm. we made it so that to... takes us to oh sorry we made it to <laughs> sorry 1956 to 85 yeah. so mm-hmm. we've got the other years to 96 to 2005 2006 to 2015 and the 16 till present we'll save for the next podcast nice. that's right so that gives us some time to look up some more interesting facts, too. Because I so be screwed good. up the mix. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think I got into it. Because, in fact, I didn't, you know, I didn't give any facts for uh, for Pinocchio, did I? That one came out in 1983, along with the whole, um, when they revamped New Fantasyland. Oh. So that was one of the new ones. So, because before that, I think uh, Alice in Wonderland already 
existed, I think. And like most of the, those fantasy lands were already around. So I think Pinocchio was one of the ones that was introduced during that new refurbishment. Because I think that area used to be um, like, what was it? There was like some kind of Mickey Mouse club. No. The Mickey Mouse Club, like, playhouse or something. Like, something where it was, like, a, a stage show sort of thing. And then it flopped. And I think they took that area to made it into Pinocchio. But I could be completely wrong. So, <laughs> don't quote me on that. I, I need to look up, like, a, what did Fantasyland look like before and after? Because I know they moved a bunch of stuff around. Hmm. They got rid of stuff that would have been really cool to see, like the pirate ship. But... Yeah, they that's moved okay. originally. That's not where um, Dumbo was either. I don't think. Yeah, what? the original Dumbo ride moved a few feet, and huh. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so those are our first picks for the early days of Disneyland, the first few decades. So we will be back with part two, but for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have any questions or a request, please send us a message on our social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye! Bye.